Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment Podcast. This is Annie Wagner, your host. Thank you so much for being here, for tuning in, listening, subscribing, and continuing to share the podcast with your friends and family. It means so much to me. And if you're interested in being a guest, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Core Nourishment or on my website at AnnieWagner.com. And if you haven't already done so, if you wouldn't mind just taking a quick second and heading on over to Apple Podcasts to offer a rating and a review, I would so appreciate it. So episode 57, I had such an amazing conversation with Liz Berry. She is an avid hiker, yogi, amateur snowboarder, certified sports nutrition and fitness coach. This fabulous and inspiring human is so passionate about helping outdoor lovers and athletes prep for their adventures outside and in life so that they can feel confident and strong and crush their goals. We had so much fun talking all about her love of Colorado, living an outdoor lifestyle, and how the mountains humble and inspire her and are where she feels most alive and whole. Liz also shares about her passion for movement, growing up as an athlete and in college, wanting to try all the various intramural sports she could, including, get ready for this one, inner tube water polo. So freaking fun. She goes all into the details around that one. Um, We chat about her work with Cotopaxi, her courage and recent leap to go through yoga teacher training, what her favorite yoga poses are right now, training for life and her wellness business, which is lighting up her soul and giving her so much joy. So tune in and feel enlivened by Liz's brilliant energy and heart. And if you are interested in reaching out to her directly and or booking a one-on-one session with Liz, head to her website, eberrywellness.com. Hi, Liz. It is so good to see you this way. I know it's Zoom, but I'm just so, so grateful to be connecting with you today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Like I've said a few times, I'm just like so humbled to be here and to be chatting with you after all this time, but also just to be a part of your community and your world. So thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Um, Yeah. And I love starting. I think we chatted about this, but my favorite question in the universe is is simply like, what is lighting you up? What's fueling you and nourishing you today? I I love that so much. And while I think this probably changes depending on the season and the time and all of that, I do feel like what truly fills me up is people and places. And I've been really incredibly fortunate to have lived in a lot of different areas and connected with a lot of amazing people. And right now to be in Denver, surrounded by the Rocky Mountains and this incredibly diverse melting pot of people in this city has just been truly filling me up so much. Oh my gosh. I love Colorado, Liz. I love that you're out there. It's definitely one of my favorite states in in the world. Um, What drew you out? What drew you out there? 
Uh, to be quite honest, I just grew up truly with this desire to travel and explore and to live in new places because I do think while it's so wonderful to be able to vacation and visit, there's no real replacement for spending some quality time in an area and really getting to know its roots, right? Everything that happens there, how people operate there, you know, what makes it truly so unique and beautiful. And so the West Coast really just kind of always called my name. Uh, I did a little bit of stint in California when I graduated college and then had made my way back to New England, which of course like holds such a special place in my heart, but felt that urge again, I think to just live in the mountains and, you know, have that sort of outdoor lifestyle. And again, just a, a glimpse into what it would be like to be, you know, in the Intermountain West. Uh, yeah. Just kind of surrounded by this beauty and these amazing people. I love it. And those mountains, um, as someone who grew up, so I grew up spending my summers um, in the Adirondack Mountains here in mm-hmm. in the East Coast, or not in the coast, but you know, in the East. Um, and I, there's something so enlivening about those mountains and super sacred to me. And that said, like when I've had the opportunity to be out West and especially in Colorado in those mountains, there's something so expansive and incredible. And maybe it's a sky too. I don't know if you find that, Liz, but <laughs> I feel like the West, the Western sky feels so, for some reason, more expansive, like even in the city, like in Denver to me than, than here. So I don't know. I'm curious to know what you think in that, just like what you notice and feel. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. And I feel like I've been reflecting on this a lot and thinking to myself, you know, what is it about this area and these mountains and this place? Because again, New England is incredible. And New York is incredible. And I spent a lot of time in the White Mountains and just found so much like peace and beauty, but in a different way. What I have noticed out here, I think especially is that the mountains are so much more dramatic. Um, And just that sort of like jagged mountain peak is so pretty, whether you're on top of it or sort of gazing at it from far away. And that's kind of the nice thing about being out here, especially in the Mile High City, is that you truly can see mountains all around you. And so whether you're hiking or not, it's kind of this, at least for me, this outlet to sort of humble me and bring me back down to earth and bring me, yeah, just a little bit, you know, closer uh, to the ground. So yeah, I just think every place truly has this special thing about it. And I had spent a long time, you know, in New Hampshire and in the White Mountains. So I was like, okay, well, let's go, let's go see what this is all about and how maybe this is a little bit different in the way it makes me feel. Yeah. So I'm curious on that note, Liz, like what, what have you noticed um, awaken within you since you've been out in those mountains? Ooh, ooh, that's a good question. I think for me, I knew that this area in particular, and I sort of started my journey back out West originally in Salt Lake City. So between the two, I knew there was this different kind of lifestyle, I think, uh, maybe for lack of a better term, where a lot of people just truly valued and maybe we're really passionate about the outdoor lifestyle. And that was something I was really, really craving, but 
not finding as much of, I think just, and also again, like I'd spent a really long time in New England. So I think it was like me being ready for something new. Um, But truly that's been the really interesting thing about being out here is how connected people are with this place and with the mountains and the scenery and just the culture. Um, And that's been really fascinating to see one, because it is quite different than the East coast. Um, But two, everybody is so connected to it. It's so funny. Like even in the names of, you know, businesses that people have or bands that they have, like it's always tied to like the mountains or the Rockies or whatever the case may be. And I just find that like so endearing. Um, Mm -hmm. But all that said, you know, Denver in particular is such a melting pot of people. There are actually so many New Englanders out here. I even found a Boston themed bar in the middle of the city, which is really, really incredible, Um, especially right now with, you know, all of the Boston sports happening. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there is just this. Um, I just think that the melting pot of people really and the different perspectives and diversity and experiences has made this city what it is. And it's so lively and so different and so unique. And I think that also, again, going back to people and places has really inspired me, I think, and just like re energized what was maybe sleeping for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I love that's amazing. I can like close my eyes and just imagine. So last time I was in that area, I was, I think I was 20. So my best friend from college and I, uh, the summer between our sophomore and junior years in college, we took a we took a month and drove cross country um and camped the entire way. And Colorado was definitely like one of our big stops. Um and then she ended up actually living in Denver for years after college um, and kind of rooted <laughs> down there. So I I just, yeah, I can close my eyes and like just feel all that vibrancy that you're that you're sharing. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Liz. So I would love for you to share, well, for me, but also with listeners, like when did you feel called to the mountains? You know, like I know so, and we're gonna dive into your your incredible business that you're you've created, um, where you're really supporting outdoors, um, outdoor like enthusiasts and lovers and athletes um, to really nourish and strengthen their bodies so they can feel their best when they're um, going on all their adventures. Um, Mm -hmm. But I would love to hear your backstory with kind of what led you to uh, the mountains first and foremost. um, And and then, yeah, what helped you birth your business? Mm. Oh, that's such a great question. I do feel like, I mean, there's so much that probably led up to this, like from an early age to when I actually sort of pulled the trigger and started really following my passion. Um, But I will say that I did grow up in central Massachusetts, uh, really more of like a farm town. Um, But we spent a lot of time outside and I was really into sports. And so very interested, I think, and passionate about just just movement, more or less. And then when I decided to go to the University of New Hampshire, I remember having this feeling like, ooh, I can be close to the ocean and I can be close to the mountains. And I really liked that duality. And I really liked just positioning myself in a place that I could really take advantage of You know what the state had to offer. And so... When I went to UNH, actually, I joined the New Hampshire Outing Club. 
And this was really like my first sort of experience hiking in general. I mean, we have like Mount Wachusa in central Massachusetts, but that's more of like a hill than it is a mountain, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah. Um, and so I, I remember this like first trip I took with them so vividly because I had like sneakers and sweatpants and just like my school backpack for gear thinking like, oh, I've got everything I need. And then looking around me and seeing like hiking boots and hiking pants and like true backpacks and being like, oh yeah, I have a lot to learn about this. <laughs> but regardless of, you know, where I started and where anybody started, you don't really need all that much to get outside and to experience things the same way. And so that didn't stop me from just having a tremendous time, I think, and really almost immediately feeling like, ooh, the mountains are an amazing place to be. Like, this is truly so humbling, so grounding, and so peaceful for me. I mean, this really is like my form of meditation, therapy, church, whatever you want to call it. Like, this is where I go to connect with myself. And so I was immediately hooked right away and of course spent several more years in you know New Hampshire all around the seacoast again really taking advantage of both the mountains and the ocean. Um and then when I graduated college I actually immediately went out to San Francisco so sort of similarly you've got amazing beaches there you've got the redwoods and just so much to do and and see in the outdoors. And so I think that scratch the itch a little bit more. I definitely was spending so much more time outside hiking and just exploring every, you know, nook and cranny that I could of that area, which was for me, again, just kind of going back to that craving to see and explore and to, to meet people and to sort of get a feeling for these different areas and different locations and what it truly meant to live there was just like an incredible experience for me. And while I ended back up in New Hampshire and New England for another handful of years, that sort of like itch never went away. And I spent a lot of time in the White Mountains. Don't get me wrong. There are some incredible hikes there and I do miss it every day. But again, I just knew, ooh, there are some like bigger better <laughs> mountains out in in the west and i think it's time for me to go you know see what that's all about and see how i can start to really blend i think my my passion for the outdoors and for the mountains with my work really yeah incredible that's incredible i love so listeners, I get the the pleasure of witnessing Liz's face and your facial expressions <laughs> as you're sharing. And I there's like this lightness and just such like kind of playful energy and joy that's just pouring out of you as you're sharing, Liz. And it's so beautiful. So it's like clear to me that A, you've really found um, yeah, what awakens you, but also like a sense of purpose. Um, and and then your like description of just loving exploring and this again this playfulness around that is really contagious so thank you for <laughs> for giving us like all those snapshots so and all these brilliant places you've had the chance to kind of live in and be in mm. um so one phrase that you shared on your website that really spoke loudly to me um was you wrote on the outdoors is where i was made whole mm. and that Gosh, like I just thought that that is like such a powerful and beautiful statement. And I would, I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind expanding on what that means when you talk about your wholeness. Ooh, I even honestly just have the chills sort of 
thinking about it and, and feeling it. And obviously like looking at my window and seeing the Rocky mountains right here. Um, for me, yeah, I felt like, you know, again, I, I grew up as an athlete and I think having that sense of movement, but also like camaraderie and experience was filling for me and something that I was like craving a lot when I went to college and, you know, was doing intramurals, but wasn't really like participating in any, you know, division sports or anything like that. And so when I took that trip, my first trip into the White Mountains and, you know, hiked alongside these people and camped alongside them and, you know, told stories around the campfire and that kind of thing, it all just filled me up in such a really incredible, meaningful way where, and I, I think nature has this, this beautiful way of, again, sort of like humbling you and making you feel small in a lot of cases where it's like, oh, you know, it, it almost like washes away your troubles and your anxieties and like everything that's in your mind, because you're just so awestruck by being out in nature and seeing the views that you see, you're spending that time with the people who are there with you sort of equally as enthralled in the experience. And that has just been so incredible for me. And then I think being fortunate enough to have moved out West and really made this my lifestyle more or less has truly made me feel like an entire person. Like I've been able to find my purpose and really be made whole because of it, because I know I'm living my truth and feeling really connected to mother earth, right. And nature and just this incredible place and the history that it has and the people that are here. And I mean, I could go on and on, but yeah, I just think it has this, this way of making me feel like a better person almost. <laughs> yeah. That perspective, right. That I feel like it immediately yeah. just like wakes us up to, which I agree is so refreshing <laughs> when, um, like I'll, I know for me, like if I'm in a place where I'm just really like, feels kind of stuck in my thoughts or in my head a lot, you know, the, the first thing I feel drawn to do is to really get outside, um, you know, and, and ideally like, into the woods or near the ocean or somewhere that feels mm -hmm. um, where I just, again, can also um, feel a little smaller and remember like, oh, <laughs> the, I'm just like one tiny speck in this grand like universe. And yes, you know, these thoughts are challenging me right now and everything is okay. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, just think about, yeah, going outside and taking a fresh breath of air, right. Or just feeling the sun on your skin or like in my case, seeing the mountains right outside my window was just, I, I remember when I first moved to Salt Lake city and, um, I was working like crazy at the time and I would have like, you know, an off day or feel anxious or just whatever frustrated. And every single day on my drive home, I would drive through Parley's Canyon, which is this incredible, uh, drive where you're just literally surrounded by these massive mountains. And it would just like wash everything away for me on the way home. I'd get home and I'd feel like, good, right? Like better centered, a little more grounded just because like, I think I experienced that same feeling where I was like, oh, okay. Yes. You know, I am here. I'm in this beautiful place. Like I have these incredible views and like, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's one of my favorite things about witnessing a sunrise or sunset. Mm. I, because I feel like I, I'm constantly 
just blown away by how different each one is like that, that no sunset or no sunrise is the exact same, you know, and that Mm -hmm. that's just like magical and and beautiful. Um, And yeah, always helps me to just, I guess, pull out and just notice and and feel awestruck, you know? Um, So yeah, that's, that's really amazing. Just, yeah. If nothing else, just to take that moment, right. Which is kind of like a meditation, right? No matter how long that is, it's just that moment to, to stop and breathe and like feel connected to something bigger than you that I think I've just um, really latched onto and like really yeah. tried to make my whole life because it is just an incredible feeling. Yeah. It's so amazing. <laughs> so cool. So um, complete different note, but you mentioned intramural sports in college mm. and I loved reading. Liz, you're going to laugh, but you you did inner tube water polo. And I thought that was like, I was like, no way. I didn't even know that was a thing. So I just, I thought it was like awesome. And I just wanted to hear about like a little snapshot of that for a moment. Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. UNH truly has the best intramural sports. Like I had so, so much fun in everyone that I participated in. Uh, broom ball is a big one that I'm sure like folks in the oh, yes. will definitely know and understand, but inner two water polo was really actually just so hilarious because it was like, none of us knew what the sport was, but we were like, Hey, like we need something, right? Like we want something to like keep us busy and be active and like have fun. Like why don't we try this? And our team was so good. Like none of us had ever played before. And I think we like made it to the finals and probably lost there, but whoa, it was so fun. So you basically like sit in a two more or less and play water polo, but you can like flip people over and dunk them and that kind of thing. (laughs) And getting back into the tube was really hard. So I remember like sort of gripping onto that for dear life being like, please don't flip me. And also I was like always on co-ed team. So I was one of the only girls, which maybe is why I had better luck staying in my tube longer than others. But it truly (laughs) was so fun and just a, a different kind of sport, a different kind of like exercise and movement that I really, really loved so much. Yeah. I highly recommend if it's still an intramural sport at UNH. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That is, that is fabulous. And just makes me smile as someone who's played on multiple team sports. I'm like, it makes me miss like, there's just like such a joy in that. And, and then I can only imagine like, like, cause I know water polo is really intense sport and, and challenging. And so much of it is like, the ability to like be just treading water while you're playing. So I can imagine mm. having inner tube just as such a relief and adds this like incredible <laughs> yeah. play, playful, enticing element of like, haha, I'm going to flip you. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it really was so much fun. I'm just like smiling, thinking about these memories like 10 years ago or whenever that was. And for me, like, I really love new things and like challenging myself in new ways. And so for me, I was like, yeah, I'm totally down for this. Let's like, at least just try and see what happens. And it was just so funny that we ended up actually being good. It's <laughs> <laughs> so great. And probably because you were having like your biggest intention was to have fun, you know, mm-hmm. like, I just think there's something, something to that too, like being really open to learning something new and having fun in the process. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's so yeah, cool. Absolutely. <laughs> So speaking of doing something new and you, you've mentioned a few times that you're just so like excited about the lifestyle that you're in right now. Um, I'm curious to know like what a day in the life of you is out there. Like in what way um, is are, are the mountains like a part of your everyday lifestyle um, and like what that outdoor lifestyle means. And then 
Mm. Is there anything new that's um, calling to you to try? Oh, I love this. Okay. I will preface this by saying this spring has been unusually busy for me, but in a lot of wonderful ways. Um, (laughs) So first I'll, I'll maybe start by saying that I am sort of engulfed in the outdoor industry, both because I work for a company called Cotopaxi, who makes outdoor gear and apparel. They're a certified B corporation doing just really, really good things in the world. And I feel so grateful to be a part of them. That was actually a really sort of happy surprise that had happened when I had moved out West, which I think, again, like when you put yourself in a place to sort of receive these things, you know, I think I kind of knew more would happen for me and more would come for me, putting myself in a new position, putting myself out West, which I had just been calling to me for so long. And so kind of stumbling upon Cotopaxi and being a part of their team has been really, really wonderful. And so I love Cotopaxi, just by the way, (laughs) my favorite, I have like yeah, two with their jack. I love their colors. Anyway, okay, keep going. Yes, no, they're so <laughs> incredible. And actually, we are getting ready to open our first store in New Hampshire in North Conway um, this June, <sighs> which is literally right around the corner. And I'm so excited to see and have Cotopaxi like be in my home. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot more prevalent out here in like the Northwest, but really excited to see us show up in the Northeast too, and just yeah, spread that do good life and culture. So exciting. Um, and a big reason for me kind of like exploring the outdoor industry as it related to sort of like a full-time professional career was because I really wanted to align myself with people who shared similar passions and and values and, and the way they work and, and live. And so that just sort of like checked all the boxes for me and was like a really incredible, um, opportunity. Um, and so that kind of like was the first step, I suppose. And that allowed me more autonomy and I think more freedom and flexibility to actually get outside more and to adventure and explore and that kind of thing. And so both in Salt Lake and in Denver, I really quickly found, you know, sort of like a community of people who felt that way too, whether they were like people that I worked with at Cotopaxi or people that I had just kind of like found along the way uh, that -hmm. really, yeah, really enjoyed sort of getting outside and, you know, camping and hiking and I'm a snowboarder. So snowboarding and, and doing all of those, all of those things. So that was sort of like, uh, I guess you could call me like a weekend warrior in, in that sense, because I was really just spending all of my weekends exploring like every little area, every new, you know, nook and cranny that I could in these, in these areas. And so that was really nice and sort of just like started to fill me up more and encourage me more and inspire me more. And all the while I had been, you know, health coaching and um, I had been a personal trainer too. So that kind of fit in to that lifestyle really well. When I was in Salt Lake City, I was working for a, a health and fitness retreat, which was really, really cool because people from all over the world would fly into Salt Lake City to, you know, stay in the area and sort of work with us as nutrition and and fitness coaches in, you know, improving their own health and wellness, whether that was, you know, just a a mental break for them or a way for them to kind of reset, or maybe they wanted to lose weight, or maybe they wanted to, you know, gain strength. That was like a really incredible experience that I could blend in really well to, you know, what I was doing full-time with Cotopaxi and what I was really passionate about about on the weekends anyways. It was 
truly an incredible experience getting paid to hike and to coach people along the way. So that was, yeah, just really, really amazing to be able to blend those. And then when I made the move to Denver, I really, really wanted to maintain that. And so as a health coach, I'd always been kind of working with like a broad audience, I think, you know, I'd worked in a YMCA and worked at the retreat and I had done like group fitness and worked in a yoga studio. And so I was like, okay, how can I really sort of like blend all this together so that I can, yeah, really tie my passion, I think, and my, my purpose, my work into one thing. And that's when it kind of like all clicked for me. I was like, well, the things that I'm really focusing on and the people that I think are more attracted to me are those ones that really want to get outside and they want to be doing all these things, but they either feel like they're unprepared or they feel not confident or they feel like they don't have like a person or people or support system to be able to do so. And so that's when I really, again, when it really like all clicked for me and I was like, oh, okay, I can actually help these people. Like this is absolutely in my wheelhouse and something like I'm already doing and really passionate about and now can sort of like blend all together in this really, you know, hopefully meaningful way. And so all of that said, right now, day to day is, you know, sort of a mix of obviously spending time working with Cotopaxi. I'm the manager of talent acquisition for them. So I do a lot of recruiting and onboarding, which is wonderful because then for my passion project, I'm also doing a lot of interviewing and coaching and working with people one-on-one uh, to really help them, you know, live up to their potential, I think, and 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 do the things that they want to do outdoors. Um, and then the last thing I'll throw in, just because I mentioned that spring has been so busy for me, I'm also actually going through a yoga teacher training program right now, too. So that oh has gosh. sort of been... Yeah. So that's been sort of like the another, I mean, like tool to add to my toolbox, sure. But something I'd always like really, really wanted to do and found a really amazing community in here in Denver. And so definitely a pretty busy, busy spring season for me, but um, all in the best of ways, because all things that I truly love and I'm so passionate about. <laughs> yeah, totally. Liz, that's so exciting. I love that. Especially I'm like, oh, because that's kind of, that's the world you and I met in was through yoga. So yeah, uh, I love that. And I know that that's something that's really nourished your, like you, your body, but also your soul is your yoga practice. Um, so mm-hmm. how, how beautiful and what a perfect layering into what you're already offering and supporting other people with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a really incredible experience. I think, you know, I started it really just wanting to improve my own practice, I think, and also be a part of the community here in Denver that is just so incredible. And then sort of through the process, you know, also learned like this is, again, like a really good tool to add to my toolbox that I think like blends in really well to everything that I'm doing. And someday I hope to be just, you know, doing some yoga on top of a mountain and having people join me. And (laughs) that's the dream. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I want to come out there and join you. So keep me posted. Please, yes, please. <laughs> That's amazing. So what is one yoga pose that you are currently like just loving that feels so good for your body? Oh, oh, that's such a good question. Um, well, I will say in, so I'll give you two because 
in our class right now, me and my like yoga teacher training students have developed like our own sequence more or less in our focus pose, as you would call it, is half moon, which I think is such a beautiful pose and like so interesting to sequence because there's so many poses that you can kind of add in that help you build up to this like really foundational, big, beautiful pose that works like so many different areas of your body too, which is incredible. So that's been really fun to work Mm -hmm. with um, students on. But for my own personal practice, like one pose I've been loving lately is um, cow face. I'm not sure if it's called that everywhere, but (laughs) sometimes I know like poses can be called different names across you know, different locations and different studios and that kind of thing. But that is like a really, really good stretch I've been loving lately, probably because it really helps with hiking. Like it's, I did it this morning after, you know, a hike yesterday and I was like, oh yeah, this makes my hips feel really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Do you mind? I know it's hard to verbally, maybe this is good practice for you, but yeah, do you mind describe, describing <laughs> what um, coffee is for anyone who may not know? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're kind of like sitting on your mat, um, what you would do is bring one leg and sort of cross it over the other and then hug your shins in. So you can really feel this stretch like on the sides of your hips and your glutes really. Um, and then if you want to deepen that a little bit more, you can kind of like hinge forward and lean on top of your, your legs and, and just sit and rest in that pose. There's definitely, I think a lot to be said about priming your body before you do this. Like, please don't just like go on your mat cold and and rock right into this, but yeah, warm up, you know, your legs and your hips, I think a little bit first. And um, yeah, this is a really good stretch. You can also do this on your back too. I would do this actually after like working out a lot as I'd be on my back and just kind of like cross my legs and hold my ankles and bring my legs in closer for that stretch too. That's a really, that's yeah, a great option for that as well. But yeah, it's been showing up like in classes for me lately. And I like, didn't know how much I needed it until I did it. And I was like, Oh wow, this is actually a really great posing great for sort of like post hiking. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Those hips. Totally. Oh, I love it. And thank you for inspiring me, Liz. I haven't done personally cow face in a long time. So I think I will um, integrate that into my practice tomorrow. So I'm excited. Lovely. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) So yeah, you shared you know, you, you shared kind of an overview of what um, you're doing now with, with one-on-one clients um, Mm -hmm. in terms of your business, which is absolutely incredible. I love that you have really channeled all of your passions um, and, and then your strengths as health coach um, and also a nutrition and um, strength training coach to like really customize programming for people who, I guess my question is like, who is your ideal client? And I feel like that's such a cliche. <laughs> I know you and I both went through sure. the Institute for Integrative Nutrition yep. and they always talked about your target, you know, your target um, niche, you know, but I, but I'm just curious, like if someone is listening and and curious about reaching out to you, but aren't sure if they're the right fit, who, like, how would you describe one of your clients? Mm, yeah. Great question. I will. Yeah. I will start by saying like, I'm, I'm super grateful to have been able to, I think, figure this out. You know, I started health coaching after going to IIN in 2019 and I felt really kind of lost. You know, I was like, who are my people? Like, who who can I help? And so that's why I tried so many different things in so many different forms and fashions to be able to figure out like who 
is who are my people? Who is it that I can really help, you know, live up to their potential? And so having this experience, having moved out West and joined the outdoor industry and sort of like made it all click and come together has been just truly amazing. I just feel so grateful to have like finally found my way. And so I will say for any new health coaches out there, like, yes, I know niching down can be sort of like a tricky thing to figure out, but it truly is so much more worth it because I feel like once I did that, I became so much more passionate about what I was doing. And like, just so much came flooding into, you know, my heart and my brain and like, oh, these are all the things that I can do. And these are the people that I can help. And so that was a long-winded way of saying that my sort of uh, audience, I guess, or my people are those who are outdoor lovers, enthusiasts, or athletes. So these are kind of like your regular people who are just trying to get outside and really improve their performance so they can go out and hike with their friends and their family and feel like this is actually an enjoyable experience and not one that's like making them red faced and out of breath and like hating every second of it. It's really those people who aspire to get out and hike and climb and ride and do all those things, but just feel like they either have, you know, a physical barrier or a mental barrier, um, whether that be like feeling unprepared or feeling not even confident because that's a hundred percent where I started off in my sneakers and sweatpants and, you know, book bag, <laughs> right. uh, just like trudging along feeling like, whoop, yeah, definitely like not super prepared, not really confident, definitely red face and out of breath, but I love this and I want to be able to do this and keep up. And so now after like years of trial and error and figuring out how I can really do that for myself through nutrition and fitness and, and mindset and really like lifestyle, that's what I am, you know, sharing with the world is, Hey, you can start anywhere and still be able to get outside and really do what you want to do physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever the case may be, hike the mountains that you want to hike, snowboard or ski or climb or whatever the case may be, like here is a really good starting point for you to be able to have the accountability, have the support and have really the framework and the curriculum that you need to, yeah, to prove, improve your performance and get outside. That's great. Yeah, because talk about overwhelming, especially for people who may not um it may be really new, you know, who maybe, as you said, like, know they want to get out hiking more or get out for longer hikes, um, mm-hmm. but don't even know, don't even know the proper footwear or equipment or the safety, you know? Um, and then, and then of course, like how to properly fuel and nutrition and, and easy, like healthy snack ideas, as well as, um, you know, all the aches and pains that can come along with it. So I just mm-hmm. love that that you are like just such a wealth of knowledge around like such a, like all of those things and can create, I imagine just a really solid foundation for people to feel confident and centered Mm -hmm. um, and therefore have more fun because that's the hope, right? (laughs) Exactly. And that's like what it was about for me in the beginning too. It was like, I'm not really trying to be like a hardcore athlete, but I want to like get outside and feel good about it and like have fun. And like, I'm not like, you know, holding people back or, or just, yeah, not feeling great myself. And I always tell the clients that I work with too, I'm like, there's nothing as good for you as actually practicing your sport, right? Like if you want to hike, get out and hike. And there are a lot of ways that you can help 
your body prepare for that with the right nutrition, with the right recovery strategies, with the right, you know, supplemental exercises and all of those things that are really going to take you so much farther beyond, you know, where you might be just getting out and hiking, you know, once a week, there's so much else that we can be doing. And then, you know, what clients find is like, oh, great. Well, this is sort of like a lifestyle that's actually sustainable for me, you know, like I want to be doing all of those things. And each and every day I can work towards that by drinking more water or doing some strength training or mobility or whatever the case may be. And so if nothing else, that's like sort of the profound change that I see from, I don't want to say beginning to end because it's a never ending journey, but is people feeling like, oh, it's not only improving my hiking, it's improving my entire lifestyle and my mindset around this. And I think that is really, really rewarding. And I think so incredible to see. Yeah. It makes me think one of my favorite phrases um, that I've been like personally like remembering every day and then sharing with clients over the last year or two is like, like we get to train for life. Like, yes, mm-hmm. you might be training for a specific event or a race or um, a big hike. And on top of that, you're training for life. All of these things are simply going to enhance your longevity and your strength and your mindset um, and your well-being overall. So it's like such a gift in so many ways. Um, so I love that. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't have said it better. I love, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So cool, Liz. So I'm curious, like you're based in Denver, you're out in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, how how do you work with people? Do you work in person, virtually, both? So if people mm-hmm. who aren't in Denver want to reach out to you. Yeah. No, I'm so glad you asked. Right now I'm working virtually. Anything that I do in person is just like different events and workshops, kind of like locally, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be like with Cotopaxi or with, you know, my business, Barry Wellness. But I am working, you know, with people in California and Oregon and New Hampshire and Massachusetts and sort of like everywhere in between. So if nothing else, that's been really incredible too, to be able to connect with more people in this virtual space that we've all come to sort of know and love at this point, Um, which is, yeah, really, really fun for me, especially being able to, to see what they're working on in terms of like these different hikes, um, and different like challenges that they had for themselves. So yeah, it's been really fun. I I do enjoy the virtual space. Although if, when I am in Denver or when I'm in Dover, rather, I will gladly meet up with people in person. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. I know. I know when you come this way, perhaps even in June with Cotopaxi, I'm like, I Mm. definitely want to connect and see you in person. So that would be incredible. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to taking your yoga classes again, Annie. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, that would be such a gift to have you there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so where can people find you, Liz? Like, let's say you people are listening to this and they're like, okay. And I know you mentioned your business, but what's your website? Where else are you on social media? Sure. Yeah, I'm probably most active on Instagram. Um, and my Instagram handle is at eberrywellness. You can also find me on Facebook. I have sort of like a business page up there that I'll try and be active on when I can. Uh, but generally, like the way that I connect and sort of uh, start working with people is just kind of organically. You know what I mean? So please reach out, like send me a DM, connect, whether it's, you know, you having a question or you wanting to jump into a coaching program. I'm I'm really so happy to, yeah, be connecting with people all over all over at least the United States right now, a few internationally. Um, 
And then my website also is eberrywellness.com. So I try and do some blog posts on there, update any programs that I have going on. Um, yeah. And I've got some some new things coming up this summer that I'm really excited about. So definitely recommend tuning in. Uh, yeah. If the outdoors is your jam and you're interested in, in improving your own performance. Oh, I'm excited to see. You yeah. just planted a little seed. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we wrap it up? Ooh, I guess, first of all, I'll just say thank you. Like this is just a really incredibly humbling experience to connect with you, Annie, and your audience and your community. Obviously, New Hampshire and New England hold a very, very special place in my heart. And the, well, the entire community, but like the wellness, the health and wellness community there is phenomenal. Um, I had done a like wellness event a few years ago on the seacoast, and I was able to meet with so many other practitioners and health coaches and just people really interested. And that was such a lovely experience that made me feel so connected to the community there. And so I know firsthand how wonderful it is. So really just thankful to be a part of it and for whoever's listening to have listened to this. Um, Lastly, I guess I'll just say... If you're ever in Denver, um, come, you know, hit me up and and hike with me. I'm always looking for, yeah, new people to get outside with. And I will do the same when I'm back in New England and hiking and camping in those White Mountains. I love it. Yeah. Here's to continuing to just stay open to adventures, like mountain adventures, as well as just in life. So I love absolutely and have really appreciated your energy, Liz, in this conversation. It's um, just so... Um, beautiful and contagious in such an incredible way. So I imagine there are a lot of people listening who are going to want to reach out to you. And I hope that we get to go on a hike. That would be amazing. Yes. Whether out, out west or here. So yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for all your sharing. And I'm excited to see um, just continue to witness your yoga journey unfold. Mm. Um, and then also to see what what's happening in the summer for you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been so wonderful. I really appreciate you having me. My pleasure. Take care.